All right. Well, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is John Gator coming to you live from the town of Wellington. So I look forward to the opportunity to chat with you guys today. We have a very busy board meeting coming up this coming Tuesday. So I will walk you guys through just some of the things that are on the agenda. I do highly encourage you to tune in for the board meeting. Um, and just share your thoughts and um, any concerns that you might have with the Board of Trustees. As always, um, on my show, I am just sharing my personal opinions. Even though I am on the Board of Trustees here in Wellington, I do not speak for the Board, and I do not speak for the Town of Wellington. I'm simply sharing with you guys my personal opinions here on the show. So I do look forward to the opportunity to chat with you. As always, I do welcome questions. So if you do have questions about um, any of the things that I'm covering today, please feel free to throw those in the chat if you have questions in regards to something that is separate from what I'm covering today I would happy to be able to answer that if I can as well for you so do look forward to sharing with you guys so with that let's go ahead and get things kicked off I know the first thing that I do want to walk you guys through is our upcoming agenda as I mentioned our <laughs> upcoming agenda is quite busy um, so as you guys will see here, um, the next board meeting will be on October the 13th. You'll see a different start time here. Um, the board meeting does actually start at 515. The board will be having an executive session from 515 to 630. And just as a reminder, that is a um, specific session where only very specific things can be discussed. Um, and those are actually held with just the board and the town attorney and or specific staff that may or may not be needed for those executive sessions. So um, for the public, the normal meeting will actually start at 630. Um, so we would encourage you to join us at the normal time of 630. But just be aware that the board will be in executive session from 515 to 630. Um, here's the information. You can join by, via link uh, via Zoom. Zoom. So the link to that is here on the agenda as well. So right here on the agenda does have what that initial executive session is for. Um, so it is to determine positions relative to matters um, subject to negotiations to select a finalist for the position of town administrator. And so the board will be meeting with the recruiting firm to have discussion in regards to the finalists that we want to have actually come out and meet with to um, determine who we want to have be our um, new town administrator uh, moving forward. And so we'll be having a discussion with the recruiter and the board from 515 to 630. So that'll be the executive session. The board meeting itself will actually start um, at 6.30, so we'll have the normal items there. As always, this community of participation portion that you see here, this is your opportunity to bring up any concerns that you have or something that you would like the board to consider. Um, those are things that are, um, this is really designed for you as a public to ask or bring anything before the board that is not on the agenda. So if you have a question or a concern or something you want the board to be aware of or to potentially take action on, this is a great chance for you to bring that up in a public meeting for discussion. So that's a community participation. And then we do have our consent agenda. Um, this is the minute meetings from meeting minutes. I always mix those two up. <laughs> the meeting minutes from the June 19th meeting, the August 12th, and the August 25th board meetings. Um, so those are on the consent agenda for approval. And just as a reminder to all of the members of the public, generally items on the consent agenda for the most case are um, 
they generally are just the meeting minutes, but it is also something that there may be other issues where the board feels that there's not discussion that's needed on that item. If you as a member of the public ever have a concern or want to be able to make public comment, all you have to do is just request that something be pulled off of the consent agenda and it will be pulled off. So just something to keep in mind. If there's you ever see something on a consent agenda that you would like to share your opinion or make your thoughts known to the board, all you need to do is let them know that you'd like to have that moved off and that can be. All right, so moving into our action items, and as I mentioned, we have quite a long list. Um, so the first item on our list is a clarifier rehab construction contract. So this is a budgeted item that is up for um, repair, and we did have some, we had two, I think, different bids that came in. So this town staff will be presenting the bid that they feel um, the board should move forward with. The board will make a decision whether or not they do want to move forward with that bid. Um, and if so, then they'll go ahead and approve that bid and get that project started. Um, and there's some information on that within the um, packet as well. And then we have a contract amendment to the water treatment plant expansion, the CMAR contract. Um, my understanding from going through that is there's no additional charges with that. There's some adjustments. Um, a lot of it from what I went through and saw was the um, contractors providing the necessary documentation to fulfill the requirements set forward by the state for the loan that we're actually utilizing to pay for the water town or the water um, plant expansion. And so that is the um, amendment that you see on number two. Um, number three is a space needs discussion. So this has been an ongoing um, discussion within the town is, you know, what do we do with our town staff? Where are we going to put them? What does that look like? What are our options? And we have several options that we've been considering. Um, the town is working to really focus on the Harrison House um, property that we currently have. Um, and I know we did make the decision as the board um, to um, terminate the memorandum of understanding that we had with the um, chamber as well as with the um, Main Street's program in regards to um, renting them space at the Harrison House so that we could work to um, better utilize that for staffing for the town. And we have a couple of different ideas because one of the ideas was to do that and then also add a modular. One of the discussions is do we actually do some work on that house to expand that to really build that out and um, in a sense make it like a little miniature um, town hall. It wouldn't be a full-on size but actually just to build that out a little bit to make it into a nicer facility so that yeah, at the point where the town actually does look to move into a town halls at some point in the future, we've actually built up that property and made that a nicer place that can be utilized by other businesses in the future. So there are actually some drawings included in there that you guys can go through and see some of the different ideas that have been proposed as well as you can um, you know, look, there's a two-story option. There's also a one-story option to um, go through and look at the consideration. So I'm looking forward to the conversation and really just to give town staff um, a direction as far as where the board wants to go with that. So then following the space needs discussion, um, we have a resolution that is about granting the town administrator authority to purchase water shares. And so this is something we've been looking at, and especially with our situation where we're trying to get water shares where we can find them, just because there's such a shortage of North Poudre water shares that are made available. Um, one of the things that we're looking at is actually making an adjustment to the purchasing policy that will allow the town administrator to actually take action on purchasing water shares. Um, they would notify the board of trustees, but they would not have to get um, board approval as long as those share prices fell within the um, 
pricing that has been set forth within our cash and lieu um, setup. And so that would really give the ability for the town to actually turn around and act very quickly when new water opportunities do come up. So we'll have some discussion on that. We'll be going over that resolution to see where the board feels. Again, that's a decision the board will have to make. If they uh, feel comfortable with that, then that would allow that to move forward. So we'll be having discussion on that. And then item number five is the annexation agreement and development agreement for Pruder School District. I'm excited because it looks like we have finally reached a place where um, it looks like we're potentially ready to move forward. So we'll have some discussion um, as we're looking at some of the final things that are in that agreement. And uh, then we'll be making a determination on whether the board feels comfortable moving forward with that development agreement as well as with that annexation agreement for Pruder School District. But this has been something that has been on the agenda for several months. Um, it's been because it hasn't been prepared. We, we hadn't reached a um, point where both sides were okay with the numbers and everything where it's at. I think it sounds like we finally reached a point where um, both sides feel like they're in a good place. So hopefully um, things will move forward and we'll be able to make uh, move that project forward on that end. Uh, then item number six is a resolution finding substantial compliance for annexation of property into the town of Wellington and also establishing a public hearing. So this is a small portion. Um, I believe this is actually right outside the Days Inn along 6th Street, um, just to the north where there's a little piece of property. My wife pointed out to me yesterday when we were driving home um, that is not actually currently within the city limits. And so there'll be um, a discussion. They have filled out a petition. This is not the end of the annexation, but this is just one step in that process. Um, saying it's sufficient as is um, the, the petition is sufficient and moving that forward then it'll go to the planning commission for review and then there'll be a public hearing and then the board of trustees will it'll come to the board of trustees for a final review so this is just one step in that process of beginning to annex that property to into the town of Wellington so that is item number six on there and then item number seven, and I believe I mentioned this um, in the post that I put out, um, there has been an ongoing um, citizen initiative as to whether or not retail and medical marijuana should be made legal for um, sale. And I believe also would include manufacturing. I don't remember all of the details, um, but within the town of Wellington, because currently that is not legal to purchase or sell um, marijuana, whether medical or recreational within the um, town of Wellington. And so there's been a long process and that actually process is still ongoing. Um, there was, uh, the petition was turned in, there had enough signatures. Um, after every signature, after every petition that is done by citizens, and this is actually how the law works, is there is a period of 40 days where any registered elector within the town, so anyone who's registered to vote within the town of Wellington can choose to file a protest. Um, then for, they can protest whatever they want. They can say, well, we don't think the signatures were valid. They can say, you know, we think there was another issue with whatever. They can, they can protest anything. At that point, that is then taken to a hearing officer who then reviews the petitions that have been submitted. Then they review the protest that has been filed. And then they make a determination as to whether that protest is valid or whether or not that protest gets thrown out. And so in this case, there were two protests that were actually filed against the citizen initiative. Um, one of them was the protest itself was found to be insufficient. So that protest was actually thrown out and really had no effect on the situation. And then the second protest, the hearing officer did find that there were some concerns that were brought up in that that were valid and said that those um, citizen initiatives were not sufficient in regards to those specific issues. And then at that point, the um, 
proponents of the initiative, they have the right to take that to another court and say, you know, we actually think it is sufficient. We'd like another court to actually hear on this. And so that's the process that they're going through right now. And so that's part of the reason I know there's been a lot of confusion as to why is the board delaying on this? Why haven't they scheduled an election? And part of that reason is the board has been waiting to find out from the court, what is the status? Is this is the initiative approved? Is it not approved? Is it sufficient? Is it insufficient? Um, and what we don't know still because that's going through the court where that is going to end up. And that's the reason we have been tabling the discussion with the um, initiative. And so what the discussion that you see on this agenda is actually been a discussion that a couple of board members would like to have with the entire board is to whether the board should actually put on the ballot um, for the town to decide rather than putting in a full on here's all of the legislation of here's how it should work but just simply putting the question of should marijuana be legal or not within the town of wellington and just putting it because the consistent conversation that has been had in the board meetings is that the board feels that this is not a decision that the board should make, but this is a decision that the citizens of the town of Wellington should make. And I think some of the concerns that were um, in the protest with the previous initiatives was they went far beyond simply stating whether or not marijuana should be legal in the town of Wellington and actually went into detail as to what the regulation of that should look like. And so the discussion that the board will be having on Tuesday is does the board actually put our own um, initiative, because the board does have the ability to refer an issue to the voters on our own um, power, um, does the board choose to refer to the voters the question of whether or not marijuana should be a lot made legal within the town of Wellington and then also the associated sales tax. So when you see items... Oh, let's see, seven, um, that has to do with whether or not it should be um, made legal. Then we have item number eight, which would have to deal with taxes. And then if the board does choose to move forward with that, then would need the need would be to have a resolution calling for a special election, which is where you see item number nine. And then item number 10 would be authorizing the town clerk to appoint the election judges. And then resolution number 11 would be a resolution referring a ballot question to the voters. And I did want to clarify a couple of things. I know this was a question that had come up previously is with the election judges. Those are the people that oversee. They do the counting and then over help with processing the ballots. Those are not the people that determine whether it's valid. They're not the ones that are deciding the vote. It is a vote that you actually you will get a ballot in the mail. You'll be able to turn that in. Um, and then the election judges are simply those people who have been selected to help with the counting and processing of the ballots. Um, I know before there was a little bit of confusion over what exactly that job entailed. And, you know, we've had a great group of people that have done that for us with our past municipal elections who've really done a fantastic job of helping to get everything processed. So those are those last four items that you see on there. Or, uh, yes, four items, five items, I guess, technically. Um, would all be dealing potentially with actually referring a question from the board to the voters as to whether or not marijuana will be made legal in the town of Wellington. So again, this is where I'd really encourage you guys, regardless of which side of this you come in on, whether you think marijuana should be legal, whether you think that it shouldn't, um, whether you think the board should refer that question to the voters or whether you think that they should not refer that to the voters, I would really encourage you, please come to the meeting and please let the board know what your opinions and what your stance is on that. If you're not able to make it to a meeting in person, would encourage you to just take the time to at least send an email or some kind of a communication out to your board members to let them know where you stand. 
Um, so obviously don't know what that discussion will look like. We don't know exactly what that question is going to look like. Hopefully we'll have some more clarity for you guys on that on Tuesday. But I did want to make sure you guys were aware that that was upcoming. So if you do have questions or thoughts on the, on the matter, that you can make sure to let your board of trustees know. All right. And then after we finish with 11, I believe there was initially um, going to be another um, executive session. I don't know if that's happening. I don't see it on the agenda. So I'm assuming that that second executive session towards the end will not be happening. Um, but we do have a, a report from the town attorney. He will be giving an update on the citizen initiative. Um, so if you have some questions, I know I just touched on some of the high points, but the town attorney in his report will give, be giving more of an update on what's going on with that citizen initiative and where things are at with that. And then we do also have our um, report for the Lambert County Sheriff's Office from August of 2020. Um, so that's also attached for you to look through again. We had a 158 page packet. So I had a lot of fun going through that over the last two days and we'll be continuing to go through it uh, prior to our meeting on Tuesday. But a lot of the information really is in there, but I would encourage you guys to really take the time um, to uh, you know, look into some of these things that you might have questions on. And again, um, make time to come out to the board meeting, especially if you do have opinions one way or another on any of the issues that are on the agenda. For each item that is on the agenda, um, there is a period of public comment um, that that is um, usually kept to about two to three minutes and it's either you can type that into zoom or you can um, raise your hand and then the town clerk will actually call on you for question um, so you can make your comments one thing just to keep in mind generally the um, the public comment section is public comment it is not generally a Q&A format so it's not necessarily a you know, ask a question, get an answer, ask a follow-up question. It would generally be you can share a comment with the board. And in a lot of cases, that is at the uh, mayor's discretion. In some cases, if it's something that we can answer right away, he will try to see if somebody from town staff or the board can actually answer that question on the spot. But just to make sure that's something you're aware of is generally it is an opportunity for you to share a comment. And that comment can be a question. It can be a statement. It really can be whatever you want to say. Um, we do ask people to try and keep the comments to, I believe, within two minutes um, to really make sure that if we do have a lot of people who do have questions to share, that they are able to have that time to share those questions. So with that, that's kind of wrapped up going through the agenda. Again, we'll be covering this starting at 630 this coming Tuesday. As I mentioned, we've probably got a pretty full day ahead of us with that meeting but I would encourage you guys to come out. If you do have questions, please feel free to throw those in the chat. I would be happy to answer those for you if I can. Um, and I know a couple of the other items I did wanna go through for you today is actually some great things that have been posted up onto the town's website that I wanted to share with you guys. If you have questions about who your board of trustees are or how to contact them, you can just click on this link here. It'll actually take you to your board of trustees. Um, if you have questions about voting or how to vote, um, this is an important, um, you can click on this here. Something that is important to note is, especially with us having our um, regional election and county election, along with the presidential election, everything happening in November, um, with these potential ballot issues, if those are sent forward to the public, that will be a separate municipal election. And just understand that our municipal elections do work different from the national and regional elections. Um, especially as to where you can turn your ballots in. So something just to keep in mind, if you do have questions on that, please reach out to myself or any of your other elected officials, and we would all be happy to kind of help you to understand and explain any questions that you might have about voting. 
All right, so we do have board and commission meetings open. So we have this updated now to actually showcase the different positions that are open. So we have openings on our community activities commissions, our board and board of adjustments, as well as our parks advisory board. So I do want to encourage you guys, um, if you do have some free time and you would like to be involved um, with the different commissions and things that we have going on, please take the time to come in and uh, you know fill out an application to um, potentially serve on one of those boards. Um, oh, so Amanda McGuinn asks, um, where is the town at with someone going over the water contract we have to see if any changes can be made? Uh, that is a great question, Amanda. I know we did hire a specific water attorney back within, Gosh, I want to say it was about two months ago. I don't remember the exact date. And I know as of the last update I had was three weeks ago, I believe. Um, and I was told that she was going over that um, and had been going back and forth with our town staff to get a better understanding of the situation. So I don't know where we are at with any changes to the contract, but I do know that the town, the water attorney that we hired specifically to help us with water related issues has been in the process of reviewing that contract. So I will actually work to see if I can get an answer for you. Um, I do have a uh, meeting this coming week and I'll see if I can get some answers. And once I do get answers, Amanda, I'll try and get those answers out to you and share with you if we do have any updates on that. Um, but that is something we are actively working on because that's one of the major drivers in the cost of our water um, is the cost that we pay to North Pooter to get access to water. And that's something we're trying to see if we can get a way to get that price to come down. Because the, again, the one of the things, especially because I know our water rate changes did just go into effect here in October. And one of the biggest things is that the water um, fund is an enterprise fund. So the way that an enterprise fund works within government is it is supposed to stay even. It is not supposed to be making a profit. It is not designed to bring tons of money into the town. It is supposed to break even. So generally with a fund like that where you're looking at you know a fund of running millions of dollars a year, you would expect to see it either positive or negative about, you know, Ten to twenty thousand dollars. It might be plus ten thousand dollars one year, minus fifteen thousand dollars the next year, plus thirty thousand dollars the next year, minus twenty the next year. The idea is there to keep right at that that zero point. And the and with the massive changes, I know there have been some concerns where people said, "Well, the town's trying to make a bunch of money." No, we're just trying to keep the fund at zero. That was how far behind it has been. Um, is it's just been massively behind. And as Amanda pointed out, a huge part of being able to bring that cost down is if we can renegotiate that contract with North, with North Pooter. Because as soon as we can see that cost of water come back down, because that's the thing is if, if all of a sudden our cost of water come down, our job as a board of trustees is to keep that water fund right at that at that zero that zero level, not making lots of money, but keeping it at the. Um, we have to keep the fund balance, so there's a reserve that has to be in place. So we have to keep that in place. But once we're at that reserve, our fund should be right around that zero point. And so if all of a sudden we find out the water rates that we've moved up to are now bringing in too much money, we would actually then need to go back in and decrease those water rates, which is what I think every person on the board would love to be able to do as soon as we can. And a large part of that is being able to decrease the cost of water that we are being charged. So I'm hoping to see that come forward. So thank great question, Amanda. Thank you for asking. Uh, this is something else I did want to highlight for you guys is on the town um, website. Uh, if you need help with paying for utilities, and this is not just water, this could be water, electricity, 
trash any of your utilities um we did were able to actually get permission to use a portion of the funds that we received through the cares act to actually give back to not just the businesses in the community which we've already um, are working on but actually to be able to give that back to community members who are struggling with utilities and so there is actually a form that you can go through to learn more about the funds so you can click on that on the town website and just so you guys know they are not limiting this simply to people that have a past due balance if you went and took a credit card and caught up and you now have a bunch of debt on credit card because you use that to try and make sure your utility bills stayed caught up and up to date you can still apply for this utilities hardship fund and so i would encourage any of you that are struggling i know especially with the water rates coming in with this new change i know there's been a lot of challenges with COVID 19 so please feel free to apply for this um, it's not the so not a huge thing but we want to be able to help in any even if it's a small way if there's something that we can do we want to be able to help you guys with that and we do have funds set aside to do that so i do encourage you guys there is a link on the town website that you can go to that will take you to view that fund so again i would encourage you guys to check that out and and also let anyone that you know um, that might need that let them know that that is available also if you have questions about the water rate increases would encourage you guys to again check out the page we have on our website for that it has quite a bit of information um, the update on the bulk water station that's been operating for quite some time as well as the water restrictions so the one other thing this is not on the front page but there is actually now a how to read your um, water utility bill and so if you actually go to our town and then if you go to departments and you go down to utility billing and you click on that and then on the sidebar here you'll see all these different options and you can click on how to read your water bill or your how to read your bill and it'll bring you to this page that walks you through um, some of the different items that are on your bill now I know my wife pointed out to me that if you get the electronic bill it does look different um, we'll all work with town staff to see if we can um, get maybe one of these for the electronic bill as well because that does look different from the printed bill but it just kind of walks you through what some of the different items are so the general information your account information which is here at number two your meter readings which is number three which is over here um, total gallons so and it just gives you an explanation of each of the items on that and I know this is something that I had and even some members of the Board of Trustees were trying to understand you know what exactly are we seeing on our water bills um, I really appreciate our town staff taking the time to put this together and really help to explain to people um, what that means and kind of help them to understand a little bit better how the billing works also with that, if you ever do have any questions that really go beyond this, I would encourage you guys to take the time to reach out to our town staff. Um, I know I've had the opportunity to work quite um, intensively with um, Tyler Sexton, who is now our um, assistant um, finance director and um, with our new finance director Judith Tippett's coming in um, I'm very excited about adding her to our team but I know they've been very great people to work with and I know they've been very happy to talk with any members of the public who have questions or are trying to understand something so if you do have questions feel free again to reach out to any of our town staff or as I've always told people, you're welcome to reach out to me at any time, as well as I would say probably the same applies for most of your elected officials as well is, you know, if you have a question or you're not sure about something, or even if it's something where you're just like, hey, I, I don't know who I need to talk to, feel free to reach out to one of us so that we can put you in touch with the right person to help make sure that you get your answers. All right, so we're going to wrap things up here in just a moment. I did want to bring up one other um, issue that's been brought up to me over the last um, week or so and chat with you guys. But if you do have any questions, please feel free to throw those in the chat. I'd be happy again to answer those. 
And I know one of the other questions that has been brought up to myself over the myself to me <laughs> over the last week has been in regards to just zoning and what that looks like for nonprofits or especially for churches. And I know that that's something that um, our steering committee is right now working with a consultant on actually putting together our um, comprehensive plan and updating our code use and uh, land use code as well as updating some of our, our planning and our codes and within that one of the things that I know I've brought up and other people have brought up on the steering committee that we need to make sure and even in talking with our planning department is in agreement that we really need to work out on getting a better system in place and very clear um, understanding set out of where those nonprofits and churches have the ability to go and really trying to remove and make it not so much of a roadblock because unfortunately as things have been in the past there's really been um, a lot of an issue where the areas that they've been allowed to go are also the areas where the town is wanting to put some more um, tax revenue generating commercial and that's really caused problems because you know obviously churches and nonprofits are not tax generating entities um, for the town yet those entities as we've seen especially throughout COVID-19 uh, these nonprofit organizations and just to name a few is all of the churches here in the town of Wellington the Chamber of Commerce the Main Street programs all of these nonprofit, not tax generating um, um, organizations were an incredible asset throughout COVID-19, especially back in the beginning when no one had an idea of what was going on or, you know, we didn't know how bad things were. We didn't know. There was a lot. It was just we didn't know. We didn't know at that point. Yet all of these nonprofit organizations were just I mean, they were volunteering. They were helping out. Um, I know they um, they worked with our fire district to put together volunteers for the emergency management system that got set up. And it was just fantastic to see the way that each and every one of these nonprofit organizations um, stepped in and then with our businesses main streets and the Chamber of Commerce were both um, very very beneficial in helping to make sure that we were able to move things forward with our local businesses and try to help them keep up and running so to me it is personally very important that we have spaces set out for those nonprofits whether they be churches whether they be um, other organizations that are doing things in our town they all have value and I want to make sure that we as a town are not making it harder for them to be able to find a place to um, put down their buildings, put down roots, and really be able to serve our community. So I do want to make sure that we're able to keep doing that. And that's something that is being addressed within our land use code. And I do expect to see as that continues to get developed over the next few months, as we're getting ready to put that in place, um, my hope is that we're able to really get something in there that will be solidly in place for those organizations. All right, so with that, I'm going to go ahead and start wrapping things up. I don't see any questions in the chat, so I am going to go ahead and wrap things up. Do just want to encourage you guys again, please do join us on Tuesday. Um, the board meeting will start at 630. If it is, if, the, if you seem to see the board of trustees is running a few minutes late, again, we are wrapping up an executive session from 515 to 630, so we may just still be wrapping that up in regards to the new town administrator. So be looking for us to show up potentially shortly after that if we're running a little bit late. But I look forward to talking with you guys on Tuesday. And as always, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. Have a great rest of the day. Bye.